kind of a mask that we always present, that we are all right, we're all fine. Right? Sometimes we have this kind of a fear in our hearts. But when you, when you meet people, you try to show a mask that you're perfectly all right. My situations are perfectly right. But deep within our hearts, we know that we go through some kind of a fear or a storm or a pressure or loneliness, something that strikes our heart. When you come for Sunday service and worship, because remember, God designed us in spirit, soul, and body, and soul has emotions. You can, you can come to the church, either you have to be filled with joy or filled with tears rolling out, thanking God for what He has been doing. So as I was worshiping God, God was just removing the fear and God was replacing that fear with faith. Many times, we don't want to give up. We don't want to put across to God's feet. We try to fight our wars. We fight to try our battles as much as possible. And we tend to forget that this battle belongs to God. Remember, it is God who positioned you in your family. It is God who placed you on this earth. And the battle belongs to God. And the victory also belongs to God. Here is a guy by name Abraham whom God is calling him and, and telling him that man, I am going to make you a great nation. But he never believed it. So God had to prove in many times. Many times when the promises of God are given to us, we always try to, when the, when the promise comes to you, believe it. But after some time when the promise does not happen, what strikes your heart is a fear, hopelessness, and you think sometimes you doubt God, will it really happen? But the life of Abraham is a beautiful reminder. When promises are given, it is unchangeable just like God. If God's character is unchangeable, it also means when His promises are given, it does not depend on us. It depends on God. Abraham, God is calling him to go, leave out the country. Sometimes the promises are given to us in our uncomfortable zones. You know, many times we feel that the promises are basically taking me to my, the most comfortable zone. No. Maybe God is reminding you that your promise is not in the place where you are. Maybe your promise is to be out of the place and to find your promise because that is where your promise is. Because many times, like Abraham, we're thinking, why can't this Ur become my promised land? God says, sorry, Ur is not your promised land. You need to be out of the place to be in the promised land, to get those promised land. You need to be in the uncomfortable places. Soldiers are not trained in the parks and gardens. Soldiers are trained on the warfare grounds. If God has called all of us as Abraham, God is reminding you constantly to be focused. God reminded him to leave the place. You know what? In the time of Abraham, to leave the place means it requires guts. Now, Abraham in his time, if someone leaves his land and his father, in those days, the measure of security was very tight. And if someone leaves his hometown and starts to become wanderer, they're called as people with guts. Because it's not easy because people would always want to be in the safest environments. But Abraham chose to be out of the place and be a wanderer 
and listening to God. Remember I told you all about few weeks, about last month I guess I said, God of glory appeared to Abraham. So the calling of Abraham was not from someone common man. This God of glory appeared to him. Now why are you sitting down in this church? Because this God of glory has called you specifically even before you were born. That means once you know your position, who you are in Jesus, who you are, Remember, once you know who you are, the next thing is you know what is your purpose. Your position and your purpose is always interconnected. Can we say this together? Your position and my purpose is interconnected. That means my position in Jesus will always remind me my purpose. When the opportunity knocks your door, remember God is calling you for something. Many of us have lost opportunities. Imagine that day if Abraham would have said, Sorry God, I am not interested in this opportunity. You know what? We will not be sitting and talking about Abraham. And this evening, I know for sure there is someone sitting down here. God is calling you with opportunities again and again. If you accept this opportunity, you have a purpose, you have a calling. And that is to fulfill God's word. And here you find Abraham. He says, man... Those who bless you, I will bless you. That's like, people are blessed because when they start blessing you, that means you become a person where people start realizing you, if I bless this guy, I'm going to be blessed. When, 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 when a person turns his life from fear to faith, he also becomes a person where people start liking you. Now how many of us can say that I am a people man? Now, many of us, we try to live an isolated life. Remember, I can never understand a leadership with isolated life where you want to be a leader, but you can never be with people. You know, it can never happen. Jesus was a leader who came down because he was a people man. So if you think that you are a leader, God is reminding and calling you that you need to be with people. Abraham, Bible says that whoever blesses you will be blessed. And the next part is very interesting. It says, whoever curses you will be move. You have the authority of blessing and can you imagine when someone blesses you, they receive a blessing and someone comes against you. You know who stands against them? It's God. That's why the Bible says that you are the apple of God's eye. And beautifully he was four. So Abraham went forth as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. Very important. Your calling always has friends joining along. If you're really called by God, trust me, your wife will support you. Trust me, if you have a calling, your friends will support you. Trust me, if you have a calling, you will have people always surrounded and supporting you. I still remember years ago when I decided to leave my school career. It was a good salary, good double-digit salary. Next to my principal, not even my coordinators were getting that. And that was the time God said, you need to leave. And as I was deciding, I just spoke to my wife. I said, it's time for us to leave this and move on. It's going to be tough. It's going to be maybe times that you may have not have food. There are times you may not have this. So are you ready to walk with me? That's, that is what God is calling you for. We never stretched our hands to anyone. We only stretched our hands to God because we knew if God has called us for a purpose, 
God will take us and move us forward in our lives. If God has called you for a purpose, remember when opportunity knocks your door, it also reminds you there is calling and there is purpose. All we need to have this from failure, God is calling you to be a person of faith. Abraham was called as a father of faith. Trust me, in all his, if you read the verses related to Abraham, once he goes to a king and he says, this is my, he, he, he sees his wife and says, this is my sister. Abraham is that kind of a guy. Not once, twice he called his wife as what? Sister. That Abraham is one guy who has done so much of nonsense stuff. You know, he wants to get married to the other female and gets a child there. Stuff, all nonsense and still God calls him father of faith. You know why? God does not see the errors of people and then gives them position. God sees the faith of the people and then gives them position. Yeah. If God had to accumulate all our errors, trust me, we, can, we will not be sitting down here. Remember, all your errors which are accumulated is basically, it is called as experience. Trust me, nothing else. Because sometimes we keep these errors and we keep doing, oh my God, I did this, I did this, I did this. No, errors are basically accumulated as, called as experience. This evening, God is reminding you from the life of Abraham, maybe you may have a fear or maybe you're trying to have a mask outside saying that, I am perfectly all right. It's like in the world, we want to show we're like the superheroes, but way inside, we know we've got this kind of a fear which is always striking us. Fear about the future, fear about the marriage, fear about the family, fear about the finances, fear about health, fear about children, fear about something that happens in our job. And just kind of, but, but outside, we behave, we are as normal as possible. It's like uh, the word hypocritos or hypocrites. It comes from a Greek word. It, it means actor. You know, in those days, the word hypocrites or actor basically was that in a large colosseum, the theater, someone would wear a mask and act like them. So from far, people understand this character is represent, represented by a mask. That's what the hypocrite was, acting like someone that you are not. Sometimes we come to church, somewhere we feel dry, we feel rejected, we feel, man, I don't even feel like hearing the word of God. I don't even read, feel like reading the Bible. I don't even feel like praying. I don't even feel like I have a connection to God. I think this evening, just remove those masks off. God wants you to remove the mask. This evening, tell to God, God, I live in fear, but I want to unmask this in front of you. I don't want to live a hypocrite life in front of you. Rather, I want to say, God, I can't do this. Things become lighter. You feel like, ah, as you're like flying in the air. You feel like so nice, yeah. In your life, in your job, in your family, whatever you're going through, this evening, why don't you say to God, God, this is, I want to put this in your feet. And say, I want to remove this mask of hypocrisy and say, God, this is my fear. This is what I'm going through. So can we all kneel before this God, wherever you are, if you could kneel before this God. And I want you all to just think of this. Unveiling the mask of fear. Abraham had this fear. And this Abraham had this fear of not having child. Abraham had this fear of being rejected. I have no idea what fear that you're going through. 
But this evening, I want you all to just close your eyes and just look on to God and say, God, this evening, I want to keep all my fears. I want to give all my fears. I want to uncover, remove the veil of fear and give it to you, God. Why don't you all just open your mouth and why don't you all just pray to God and say, God, this is my fear, Lord. This evening, I want you to just keep opening your mouth and keep praying to God. Say, God, this is my fear, Lord. Father, I have a fear of money, Lord. I have a fear of my job, Lord. I have a fear of my future, Lord. I have a fear of failure, Lord. I have a fear something which is crushing me, Lord. Fear of my relationship, Lord. For God is, does not call based on your errors, based on your fears. He's not going to give you position. He gives you position based on who you are. And this evening you will experience the set free. You will experience the power of the Holy Spirit. You will experience a life of faith. You will experience the life of victory. You will experience a life of peace. Even now, as you keep praying, you will experience this. Only God can give you this, my friend. This is not done by music. This is not done by lightings. This is not done by a preacher. This is God. God who is going to do it up. It is Holy Spirit. It is Holy Spirit who will remove the fear, who will change your fears into faith. He will remove the flame into victories. He is going to give you the peace which surpasses all your knowledge. He is going to give you the peace. You will experience the peace which God alone will give, which Holy Spirit alone will give. This evening, keep asking God. Keep asking God.